if only if only the uh, last thing you said before the show started made its way on air. I mean, most of the time we'd be in trouble, but most times, yeah. (laughs) This this time was not too bad. I'm gonna lead today off a little out there. But you know the excitement we had, you know, two years ago, and college football gets announced it's going to have a video game again from EA, and the level of pump that the three of us were when that was announced and when we started talking about it. Yep. Let me tell you something. When, when I saw last night that... Um, let me make sure I'm going to get this name right here because I... Uh, I don't follow these types of accounts very often. Uh, but Bloomberg made a post, made a tweet last night stating to expect. Posted on X. Don't dead name them. I'll do All it, right. please. Um, and they. It's still Twitter. They made a tweet, a, an X, whatever you want to call it, stating that to expect a Grand Theft Auto announcement in the coming days. I did not know that it would yeah. be tomorrow. I should have. You kind of should have guessed that that's what that yeah. meant. That's the reason they were posting it. Yeah. But today, Rockstar Games announces GTA 6 is coming. Now, we're not a video game channel. We're not. We're never going to be. Well, I mean, some regards we might be, but that's to be, mm-hmm. to be discussed later. Um, and by that, I mean like two days when a new Call of Duty comes out, and that's all that <laughs> we're doing yeah. for the next couple of days. Yeah. Well, that's all y'all um, doing, at least. Yeah. I am so excited, honestly. Like, yeah. we're gonna get the new college football game, and right about the time that that game kind of dulls out for a little bit, it sounds like we'll be getting GTA Six immediately after that. That's kick ass. Yes, I know what's happening. I'm ignoring it. <laughs> I know. Dude, you know how hard it is to live in a, in a small area like this with two fucking big-ass dogs? It's a problem, is what One it is. One of the reasons I've never gotten a dog. I love both of them, dude. I'd do anything for oh, yeah, too. For sure. I think everybody knows that, but... Cam, you're... Uh... This dog drives me nuts. Cam yeah. is having a he, 1980s glitch moment. I, and... I was about to say, he, yeah. he, he is... He, he's looking like he's from a... a... Dude, are you know, coming like, in from Mars? What is this? Something <laughs> like that. It, it's yeah. it's it's AI cam is what it is. Live, it's Saturday Night Mars. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I, I I got a new camera. As you it looks good. I bet it was gonna say, other than just it, the occasional pop or whatever yeah. in your video, which might be your your internet. Could be. It, I also not gonna lie. I went kind of cheap. It's I, not what you want to cheap out on. It, it was before payday. Like For some things, you so. just don't cheap out on. Yeah, <laughs> not gonna get into that list of things. <laughs> it's probably not suitable, but I mean, it, it could be some things you just don't cheap cheap out on. Yeah, and uh, yeah. What biscuits and and uh, well, no, I shouldn't. I can't say the other word. Actually, never mind. Gravy. No, it's not gravy. Although she might be named gravy. I don't know. Anyways, well, that's enough of this. We'll uh we'll see you on the other side of this quick intro. That's a good win. There's a lot of people looks like Woodstock, except everybody's got their clothes on. Personal file. 69. 
offense. He was giving them the business. These people don't give you. Man down! Man down! Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I saw him walking away as we, as we were yeah, coming out of the intro, and I was like, where are you going? We don't have that much time. Hey, Callie, come here. Callie, come here. Get in. <laughs> I was trying to do a Chinese fire girl with dogs, and it just didn't work out. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh man. Whatever, man. What a Oh yeah, Kyler what? Murray's totally not playing he's this week. Yeah. Well, he, he'll, be, he'll be playing, but I don't think he's hundred percent. Oh, he'll be he'll playing, be, just not football. He'll be playing not 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 on a football field. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll see him live say, on Sunday I say, night. I would say it's it's a battlefield, but not a football field. <laughs> Dude, I just gave you food. Get the fuck away from me. Anyways. <laughs> God. Oh, man. I think he wants water. I'll have to get him some water. Um, okay. Hey! Okay, hang on. <laughs> Dude, you can't do that. I don't know what's happening, man. <laughs> no one. Absolutely no one. Bo, look at me! Look at me! I'm the captain now. Yeah, Bo has commandeered our ship, our our, our show of a ship, Dude, ship you're of a, a ship. What? Asshole. Not ship show, but something along those lines. Dude, he, uh, I looked over and he's jumped up trying to drink out of my faucet, and it's not even on. <laughs> what the hell? Good thing he's cute. <laughs> cute but stupid. No. Enough. <laughs> I'm not doing it. You gotta put the blanket over the crate, make it simulate like it's nighttime. It works for dogs, it works for children. I should know. <laughs> I'm gonna have to listen to this all night. <laughs> I get I'm so glad I broke Cam with that one. I'm so glad I broke Cam with that one. <laughs> I heard what you said. I know. I'm choosing to just try to move forward here from what I've begun. <laughs> You've become the very Can you hear him is... over here drinking water? No. No? Maybe, oh, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. It's loud as hell. I don't I don't hear him. It's amazing you can even breathe doing that. <laughs> You're just fucking sucking the water down. Anyways, I guess you we'll go ahead and start this though. show. Um, he's not trying to pee in a sink. He's trying to drink. Trying to <laughs> he, he wanted water. Yeah. Which I I get. He hasn't had any. He had a little bit. There, we have a little. So it's a really cool part of our dog park. He's he's got like a little water fountain out there. Mm-hmm. So every time I take him out, I give him like a little bit to drink. That way, I'm not constantly filling and and refilling this this bowl over here because they'll they'll piss everywhere. Yeah, I'm not having that. I I do not need that problem. No. So, mm-hmm. if he could pee in a sink, I'd have no reason to take him outside. <laughs> but I don't uh, want him in my kitchen sink, so I'm not. Other, even trying other that than problem. the uh, the other one, if you could just train him how to use the the toilet, that would be. That'd be something. Yeah, something to behold. I'd I'd have everybody pay five dollars to watch. 
<laughs> Anyways, um, the College World Playoff rankings came out. Yep. Our rankings have not, and that's totally my fault. I have been like, I was not expecting the day to be the day it was. I also didn't have one person's ranking, so I couldn't do them until I got home today, but I didn't get home until five o'clock, so I haven't been able to do them. I was going to say, if you want to put them together while we're talking about games, we can. I can let you guys talk about games, and I can I can throw them together real quick. If you, that's up to you. That's I mean, what you want. I, I'm not going to put a graphic together in no, 10 minutes, no. but I'll, I'll at least have the rankings yeah. ready. Yeah. I can make it. But, I can manage that. I hope. Okay. <laughs> I can listen. Yeah. I can keep talking, too. Hell, I, I was going to say, do we want to talk about games Loud that multitasking. We're, we're, we're talking about as our preview, or do we want to just kind of mention some of the, the general games um we, we could we could switch it up a little bit and do uh, cam and i, I segments say, ahead we can of time do our individual segments uh, yeah now. you can you can do whatever you want <laughs> well what am i gonna do well it is your show we always have to get express written uh permission no <laughs> uh cam, yeah, i'm not i'm not well, busy that's true why don't we start with cam cam g5 game of the week i know we started maction on Tuesday, Wednesdays, but I think that there's a game in the Sun Belt that I would be picking if I were you. Maybe it's the Mountain West. I was going to say, I actually have Friday night that that Wyoming at UNLV game is going to be huge. Um, UNLV's quietly had a hell of a year so far. And this is easily the biggest game that they've had so far. Uh, really? Wyoming's bigger than really good. Michigan or Fresno. No, Michigan, no, just because I mean, really, they weren't expected speaking, to win. They're yeah, they were out of it from the start, and the way Fresno's played at times this year, like it. Fresno's not a favorite. I know that they're in the running for for the um the New playoff. Year's Fresno's more so for play not playoff um championship game. Dude, get New Year's six. But uh, so that wound up being my game okay. of the week. So San I, Jose is actually a one-point favorite at home against Fresno this week. Interesting. Yeah, I saw that. That was surprising. Uh, um, what else caught your eye from around the ranks of uh, G five this week? There's, man. I mean, you talk about some close calls, mm-hmm. uh, and Rice is going to have another opportunity. Um, yeah, three straight weeks against the. Three teams that are kind of undefeated in, in conference play. If I'm not yeah, mistaken. Rice Rice has has a chance against UTSA. UTSA has kind of righted the ship, but well, Frank Harris was back. That's the biggest yeah. thing. I mean, he was out for a good portion of the early season when they were they had their struggles. Mm-hmm. Plus, they were playing tough competition early in the the year. And Rice wants to correct themselves after back-to-back losses to Tulane and SMU. So, I mean, UTSA-Rice will be another great one. Um, You're 100%. There's a couple in the Sun Belt there. Mm -hmm. The biggest one that I've got my eye on is 
um, Texas State on the road at – I just saw that. It's right. Coastal, right? Coastal Carolina, yeah. Because yeah. that – Texas State has a chance, slim but a chance at the West. And then Coastal Carolina is right there in the thick of the East. And so that that one's going to have huge implications for a conference title game, potentially. Well, Sam Houston did just pick up their first FBS win. It was yeah. against Kennesaw, so it's it's but it's their first win at the FBS level, level. even if it came against the FCS school. But next they, year it'll be an FBS FBS matchup. Did we lose you, Cam? Hello, hello, hello. Oh, okay. Hello. I hear you now, but didn't see you. New camera, same shit. Um, oh, good lord. <laughs> yeah, against an FBS. Is it plugged? Did you, okay, I'm gonna ask you a question. Okay, while we're here, I'm gonna we're gonna do a loudmouth troubleshooting. <laughs> it's plugged um, into my motherboard. Yes. Is it plugged into the same USB port as the other one? No. Oh. Or. Yeah, it is. Uh, then try try switching. So, if you yeah. have an empty one, switch it real quick. Yeah. See if that works. Maybe it's. The I've got one I can USB port as opposed easily. to the. Uh, no. As try to the other one. Is the other one still up there? Uh, yes, I've got it over here still. Oh, yeah, you so. can you yeah. can try whichever one you want. Actually, he, he mean, could he could multi cam. Doesn't matter, but yeah, he could multi cam. Multi cam from cam. If if it works, if multi cams by cam. Multi cam. <laughs> multi cams, the, the cam girl experience. No, that's only on my. I, I was gonna say that, no, that's only on my OnlyFans. Whoa, hey, Whoa o- only cams, <laughs> only cams. Wait, I don't think I want to know what he's switching between and the two cams if on that page. Um, uh, anyway, um, I'm looking you, at some you other have the links still, anyways. Maybe works in BJ's crop shots. Have I ever once shown crotch on the show? To my knowledge, I haven't. So, I was just saying. I was just saying that the funny no thing one, is, is, absolutely like, no one. RJ, crotch shot. The, the The thing about it is, is like you know, I got the risk of testicular cancer because I put this in my lap as a laptop is supposed Jesus. to do. You know, because of the computer rays zapping that part, but no, it's the five G yeah. that causes cancer. All right. I anyway, got, um, I think I've got my top twenty-five settled officially. Okay. I realized I didn't. It didn't save when I put it in the other day, so I had to redo it. Oh, well, that's that good. Uh, Louisiana Tech is favored by eight in that contest at home. Hey, that looks pretty good if it'll stay on. Yeah, I switched back old... to the other one to see. Okay. Dude, go eat. You don't you don't need to be up my fucking ass. <laughs> so we may have figured it out. If this stays on the rest of the time. If, if this stays on, this is where my USB. techno background, technology background really pulls in here. Yeah. Pulls true through. intellectual. Uh, very true intellectual. Genius. Any other G5 game? New Mexico State and Western Kentucky, maybe? I think that's going to make another appearance at some point. What? what game? New Mexico State at Western Kentucky. 
I'm intrigued by it. Like yeah. Yeah. New Mexico State, even though like and I'm gonna say this is gonna sound real dumb, they are a quiet seven and three right now. Nobody's mm-hmm. talking about the fact that they're seven and three. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not saying they need to be considered for anything more than the New Mexico no. Bowl, but yeah. they are one hundred percent like they're seven and three and nobody's really like realized it. Because I think, didn't realize it. I know nobody else did. At at this point, we like this is the second time I've I even talked about them this year. And the only other time we did was back in week zero when they lost to UMass. I think everybody saw that and kind of wrote them off. And since then they've been seven and two. Like, you know, yes, the conference USA besides Jacksonville State and Liberty is kind of meh and not really up to kind of snuff with where they've been in, in years past, especially with, with losing a good majority of their members to the American as part of the, the conference shuffle realignment. But, you know, New Mexico state, they, you know, they're since losing that week zero game to, to UMass, I'm, I'm trying to pull up their schedule real quick. If I, it'll load. Yeah, and Colin has a great point here in the chat. Like if, if New Mexico if, state yeah. wins that game, they're going to the CUSA yeah. championship. Yeah, like, and I mean, you look easily. at the like the last time that Liberty Liberty is one of their only other two losses. That was back early in like week three or week two of the year, I should say, mm-hmm. back in September. I mean, I think New Mexico yeah, State has gotten rolling. better. Yeah, they've and their only other loss besides yeah, like UMass, Liberty, and Hawaii are the three losses. You could easily and at the time two of those like UMass was actually good. UMass was actually a UMass solid came football out team. Swinging. Yeah. Uh, Va- Famachan? I don't even know if yeah. I'm saying that right. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Famachan. What, yeah. His injury really kind of hindered their progress this season. Yeah. I don't know if he comes back next year. I don't know what his eligibility looks like, and I'm not going to act like I do because I I don't want to yeah. say I don't care, but it's UMass. <laughs> like, how much do I really care? Um, yeah. He comes back next year, though. That'd be a, that'd be a big-time win. UMass could actually play a factor in something here. Yeah. Um, as an independent, not a conference. Yeah. Um, anyways, let me continue. Not get too uh, confused. Cam, do, is that all for uh, G5 games? Uh, yeah, that's all that really uh, came. That's all that really, like, jumps out. There, There's okay. definitely other games in this year. The G5 even has... Yeah. Found a way to cannibalize itself. So uh, Ohio year. last night was down ten nothing at halftime, and they scored twenty on answer in yeah. the second half. Came back and won that game. Um, so I, I think that was probably the most interesting of the max slate that we've gotten to this point. Now we still have two more weeks of of weeknight action games to mm-hmm. tide us over. But uh, tonight it looks like Miami of Ohio is is going to, you know, they've got a, a winnable game against Akron. You've got. Bowling Green trying to take down Kent State on the road, a one and eight Kent State on the road. Uh, you'd think that that would be a win. And then Toledo, the the cream of the crop so far in the MAC, is trying to defend home turf against Eastern Michigan. So those are the the action games for tonight. Um, I guess what I'll do is I'll go ahead and, and hit my games of the week while we wait. Obviously, Cam mentioned on Friday that the big time showdown in, in the Mountain <laughs> West is is definitely worthy of being a G five game of the week. You better go eat, not just a uh, a game on no, that's uh, on, you. on my segment, that's but sitting. also one for you. Uh, looking around at the rest of the slate, now we've got some big games that we'll be talking about throughout the day, but. Can Arizona survive the uh, trip to 
Boulder as a ranked team. I can't remember, Cam, you're kind of all our expert on all things Arizona. Arizona's been ranked for the first time since 2017 this week by both the yeah. the AP yeah. and, I, and the, I saw that stat at the end of the – somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't remember if they won the game that they played as a ranked team or not. So yeah. I, I don't know if Colorado's got quite enough to – to take down Arizona, but I mean, you could, after having three big time wins in a row, there's an opportunity to kill, to clinch a for sure winning season. If you're Arizona, mm-hmm. there's look at, I mean, look at this for Arizona. Yeah. They've got Colorado this week. They host Utah next week. Certainly more of a game that you think they can win at this point than you did preseason. And then they're at Arizona state. Mm-hmm. Can we be talking about Arizona as a 10 win team by the end of this year? For the love of all that is holy, no. And and you think about their three losses, they were all within one score. I mean, this is just a truly impo- a remarkable turnaround, impressive year for Jetfish and, and U of A. So we'll see if they're able to survive the uh, the Buffs Colorado, mm-hmm. who's been, you know, really seeing the lack of, of depth and on the offensive defensive lines catch up to them this week. Or, or this year here in the past few weeks. Speaking of those Utes, you go from having a undefeated, possibly last chance to represent your conference in the playoff uh, team. You go from them having to go play against a really great offense on the road to getting the what's arguably the best defense in the Pac-12 conference coming to Husky Stadium in Utah. You got Utah at Washington on Saturday. And that's definitely going to be one to keep an eye on. I don't know if, if Utah is going to have enough to shut down Washington's offense, although Washington before the USC game had had some help on their own to, to keep themselves in check. Um, but I just don't think that even if Utah's defense is able to do enough without scoring the football, I'm not sure they've got enough to be able to pull off the upset. Mm-hmm. In fact, Washington is a, is a double-digit favorite, uh, minus yeah. 10. As of right now, uh, can Oklahoma State? They've been on one heck of a roll here the past few weeks with Ollie Gordon leading the way. They're only a two and a half point favorite down in the bounce house in uh, in Central Florida, down in Orlando. Uh, bounce house notoriously tough to play. It's not been the best of years for for UCF. They've had injuries and and things not quite going They've the way. They've been devastated oh, yeah. by injuries. Oh, yeah, but they're still a sneaky, good, dangerous team, especially at home. And if they win that game, my, oh, my, how the Big 12 title race yeah. really gets and, shaken up. And and, and they um, definitely don't want UCF as a bounce-back week, especially since Rice Plumley is back. Like, they, mm. they had the huge win last week against Oklahoma. Like this is yeah. prime. This is prime spot. letdown spot. Absolutely. So got to keep an eye on that one. No, uh, this is the sickos game of Go the week, week special. Go <clears throat> the sickos game of the week special because it's a one and a half point spread and the over under is under 30 at 28 and a half, which is another low record for Iowa football, Iowa. Back in the top 25, they're hosting Rutgers. And I know Tyler may be talking this game when we get to his take five later on in the show, but I, I mean, got to go under, right? 
Why would I be taking it? I don't know. What am I going to take from that? Thunder? No. (laughs) I made a really, like, big mistake, but I'm a little too lazy right now to fix it in my rankings. Understand that I have Oklahoma State at 24 due to simple forgetfulness. But that's going to change next week. I just – I'm not going to take the time to fix it. That's already done. So Okay. Well, Understand that Oklahoma State's going to make a big jump next week. As long as they survive the bounce house. Oklahoma State's going to make a big jump next week. (laughs) And, uh, yeah. How about West Virginia, Oklahoma? Oklahoma trying to avoid three straight losses after getting off to that 7-0 start. And it's not like they've been playing bad of late. They've just ran into some teams that have given them everything they could handle and then some to to take them down and and lose a couple in a row. West Virginia is a 13-point dog. But the way they play their style of football, their defense is going to be tough for, for Dylan Gabriel and this Oklahoma mm-hmm. offense. This is no gimme. This is no slouch of a bounce back. This is one that I know our, our good friend RJ, who oh, will be in Quit here it. later on. Uh, Get out here. This this is one that you don't necessarily say you're, you're climb trusting on this one. But, I mean, people have doubted them before, and they've mm-hmm. been proven wrong. So I, I wouldn't be a bit surprised. And we then we'll be able to add more uh... – more memes from Neil Brown <laughs> to our arsenal after it. Hey! Um, maybe. Uh, two rivalry games are going to close this one out no. because no, I okay. decided not to put what I think could be a, a, a big time blowout on here. Um, Victory Bell is at stake when Duke and North Carolina square off. That's prime time out in Chapel Hill. Last year's game was an absolute classic in Durham. Mm-hmm. Duke was excuse me, a couple yards away, I think, from from uh, getting the victory. And yeah. um, they had a chance there. They had a chance to pass yeah. the end zone and, from, from Riley Leonard. Yeah, and obviously the basketball rivalry is more noted there. But that's a rivalry that almost always seems to come down to the wire. Yeah, so. I mean, it's, it's a rivalry in every sport, not just basketball. Mm-hmm. Basketball gets a lot of love, but... This year, the football teams were well worth the watch as well. So, just like last year, and last but not least, just because it's it's a, a game that always seems to provide something that you don't think you're going to see. Uh, a couple years ago, it was the uh, toss heard around the world that ended up killing one of these teams' playoff chances. Florida's at LSU. <laughs> yeah, Florida's at LSU on Saturday night. Uh, LSU coming off the loss to to Bama on the road, and Florida coming off their first ever loss to Arkansas at home in the swamp. Arkansas had never so, won in the swamp before last Saturday in overtime. Can I propose a name for this rivalry? Because I don't I don't know if this has an actual like name or anything like that. Uh, I'll see if I can find one, but yeah, go for it. The battle of mind-numbingly stupid mistakes. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if that would necessarily stick on. Uh, that could be. I mean, I this is a game that go right you got. If you're Florida, you got L- at LSU, Missouri, and Florida State uh, are the last three, and they've got to win one of those three to to get to a bowl game after losing that game to Arkansas. Man, that's um, that's a tall test. That's going to be a, a tall order to ask for yeah. Billy Napier's squad. And I'm not saying that he should be fired because I'm not somebody that does that. I no, know there are a lot no, of people no. that um, 
her are calling for it down in, in Gainesville. I think it's a little too soon, but interesting little nugget about this rivalry. It's all even now after LSU's four game winning streak going back to 2019. Hey! LSU, Callie, that's rude to interrupt me. Well, I'm Callie, here up here. We need you down, down here. like here, you know, out, out of frame. LSU's four game winning streak has given them 33 wins in the series. Florida has won 33 times in the series. They've also had three ties. So they are 33, 33, and three in the 69 matchups that have taken place nice. since 1937. This will be matchup number 70. And that is the best games of the week that we won't be going more in-depth breaking down here on CFB tonight. Yeah. A little bit of an update as well on the LSU-Florida game. Jaden Daniels is still in in concussion protocol. So is he expected to miss the game? I don't know. Um, Maybe a game-time decision? mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so they said it's a day to day process. If Jaden can go, he'll go, but if not, Nuss can step in and we're going to roll. So, well, we'll see what happens. That, yeah, and that'll be huge if he can't go. Yeah, I think, I think they'll be okay without him. Um, uh, but. You know, it, it is one of those things that they do lack a little bit of of dynamicness uh, to their offense when he is out. But you got to go back to 2016, the last time that the Gators won down in uh, Baton Rouge, mm-hmm. which is funny. The one they had one year, I think, that was affected by a hurricane in in Florida. I think that was the 2016 game, and Florida yeah. ended up winning that one. So they had 2015-2016 home and home for LSU, and then 2017-2018 was back-to-back road games for LSU, and then they've been back to the normal trend. Yeah, of, flip back and put forth. Yeah. So. So um, I also forgot to move LSU, so I just swapped LSU and Oklahoma State. Okay, well that's that fair. actually worked out pretty well. Hey, I'm okay. glad that we were able to help you get those uh, adjusted accordingly. I'm very curious. You said something about last night with a certain team moving into somebody's. Okay. I didn't really change a whole lot, I think, at the top of my rankings from a week ago. I Um, did some. You did. You did. We know. (laughs) We know. It's the last game of the year, Cam. Can't hold anything back now. I know this will be a fun conversation when it happens. Yeah. Next right. week, Cam stops my project is going to be all G5. <laughs> that's that's what I'm waiting for. That, that would be definitely something. You know, yeah, they do have what's called the mid-major G5. top 25, but yeah. Yeah, I didn't know Cam. King of it. I was about to say, I didn't know Cam was in charge of putting it together, so... I don't like that at all. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna have to deal with that. Huh. Interesting. Bum 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 b
Oh, I don't like that either. That's crazy. <laughs> I've got some fucking grapes. I'll tell you that. <laughs> we're gonna we're break it all we're gonna, down. We're gonna be having some conversations as soon as this is done. Okay. Uh, well, while we wait, Cam, how was your day? I hope it was shitty. Because you're at fault for half of this. <laughs> Ironically, I did sleep like shit, so yeah. Oh, hey, there we go. And it all works out, right? Go away, dude. I got stuff to do. <laughs> Doesn't know you fucking being at my ass. There's a butterfly in my ass. No, we're not. What are we doing around here, Cam? <laughs> This is not the reading rainbow, it's the reading rainbow. Good lord. I hope there's nobody from Reading watching. I don't think there would be, but I was gonna say I doubt is anybody watching right now? Uh, yeah, we have one. one. Thank you for uh hanging in there with us somehow, some way. Uh, oh wait, I missed I missed one. We're, we're getting back into prime season one form. I guess. Uh yeah, we could we could play the intro again to uh give Tyler <laughs> an extra second if we need to. <laughs> oh the I tell Steve Smith in the studio this ain't a basketball school, he can kiss my ass. I'm telling you right now, we're doing a top 25 moments from this season, and if that's not number one... It has to be. Off. It Forget has it. to be, man. Oh, man, and that is going in the intro next season. I don't care what anybody says. That's in the intro next season. I've got a, I got a, no, a new Corso clip in mind as well for next year. Yeah? I, know. I, I think we got some... Which one. We, got, we got a handful of clips. This season's yeah. been unreal. This has been such yeah. a fun college football season. Probably um, a soaking joke or two, since it's BJ who typically uh, no, does that. I mean, I I don't think I'm okay. I don't think I'm allowed to use uh, McAfee clips uh, in order to for the show. But oh, well, we're getting somewhere. I'm. Uh, I've gotten. Up to 19. Okay. Cam is responsible for all the bad things in the world. Isn't that right? Something like that? Something like that. We could just talk about this. Uh, yeah, the playoff rankings. Oh, wait. This isn't even the right one, is it? No, it I is. updated it. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, Kansas State, I didn't remember being down at 25, but they were. Mm-hmm. I'm happy that they were still included. Well, they should since, be. Yeah, since they were kind of in that bottom five group, I wasn't sure if they would be. They should still be ranked in our top 25 as well. Um, but, I mean, compared to uh, hey. our rankings, it sounds like there's a little bit to disagree on. But there might also be one of those things that, you know, we can Dude, rank teams that the committee me. doesn't rank. So, mm-hmm. say I'll trade you this souvenir or the souvenir ball for your souvenir bat. Sure. What did you learn? Uh, 
Well, 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 I've got my wish. Even though I'm the only one who voted for him, they make the top 25 based off of <laughs> the score. The tiebreaker. Yeah. SMUs are the top 25. <laughs> nice. They were tied for the for the two that got in at the final two, 24 and mm. 25. They they get the tiebreaker because they had the highest ranking. Okay. Who was um, the other one? Three of us, that? and then K well, State was still in, but they were twenty-five, and they were the last one in. Okay. Based on the tiebreaker, those that missed out include Air Force, Toledo, and Liberty. That's probably fair, huh? In all honesty. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now I'm going to read this to you guys. Those, if you're watching, understand that I didn't do this. Um, I have nothing to do with what we're seeing. I already know it was all me. It was probably all him. Yeah, it probably was. Um, one, Mr. Cam. Number one, Michigan sweeping the rankings again. Um, a team that I, I mean, I, I think we can all agree that take away the problems occurring. They look like the best team on the field. Look, you yeah. can't include that stuff in these rankings anyways. They, they still look like the best team week in and week out. They are not playing the best competition, so the theory is going to be tested this weekend. That, that could change some opinions. But Michigan goes on to win. It's going to be a it's going to be a really good look for that program and what they've got going on. Yeah. But they stay at number one in our ranking. I think it's the third week in a row, third or fourth week they've been number one. I can double check here. Uh that's two. So that is two weeks in a row. I think three, but I didn't write it. I didn't get the rankings done three weeks ago when I was moving. Three. So Thank I think it's three in a row. After supplanting Georgia, uh, which is number two. Georgia's at number two. Ohio State's at number three. Florida State's at number four. Oregon is at number five. Followed by Washington who beat Oregon. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it either. But just wait. It gets better. It gets better. Don't don't even hold your applause, Cam. Cam because you, you did this. This is all you. Texas? I just want you to know. This one's all you. Okay? This is how much one like slight change in voting hurts this top 25, okay? Yeah. So Washington was six. Alabama, seven. Texas, eight. Cam, man, you're killing me. Penn State, 9. Ole Miss, 10. And then it gets pretty more straightforward. Uh, Louisville, 11. Oregon State, 12. Tennessee, 13. JMU, 14. Okay. And Missouri rounds out the top 15. And then we get... really shot up, didn't they? Who? Tennessee. Well, they had an 11 and a 13 and then a 22. They were probably going to be number 11. They were probably going to be 11 uh, mm -hmm. prior to that, that ranking, but mm -hmm. that does happen. Uh, number 16 is Oklahoma State. Uh, they had rankings of 13, 17, and 18. Number 17 is Kansas. Number 18 is Tulane. 19 is Oklahoma, and 20 is Arizona. 
Fair. 21, Fair. Notre Dame. 22, LSU. Mm-hmm. 23, Utah. 24, SMU. And 25, Kansas State. And again, the receiving votes were Air Force, Toledo, and Liberty. And no, Air Force was not from Cam. <laughs> but the other two were. I can tell you that. But let me tell you where these things went wrong, okay? I want to go back to that top 10 because I know VJ. <laughs> it's not as now is not the time for lovin's, man. I you love you both, but that love and feeling. Oh, dude. I've never seen him do this. I don't know what the deal is. Yeah. <laughs> Happy boy, huh? You in a good mood oh, today? Dear God. He's like, I'm never out. <laughs> he's like, he's like, she's always out. I gotta stay in there. Anyways. So when it comes to Oregon and Washington, the disparities. Washington had rankings of five, five, and six. Mm-hmm. Oregon had rankings of six, six, and four. That four is enough due to the higher ranking tiebreaker. Yeah. To put them ahead. They both tied with 16. Yeah. Alabama had rankings of nine, eight, and five. Texas had rankings of eight, seven, and eight. So not only was Texas not right behind Alabama on cams, they were three spots behind Alabama. A team that they beat in Bryant Denny Stadium. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have much here to do that to. <laughs> yeah. uh, you care? <laughs> I'll, I'll just leave it to you. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know what explain, to say about this yourself, anymore, man. So. Hi. Um, or. I think right now Oregon and Alabama are playing more consistent, better football than Texas and Washington. Like, yes, I understand they lost head to head. May I ask However, a question? Yes. So you did not have this though prior to two weeks ago. Um, and I'll go back and look. Actually, as a matter of fact, even last week you still had yeah. Alabama behind Texas. One close win over Kansas State with a backup quarterback. And all of a sudden, they're just no longer the same team that beat Alabama. I mean, or do you yeah. value the LSU win more than the I, Texas I, win over Alabama somehow? I'm trying to understand the logic. I was about to say, because I just don't understand where, like, with the Oregon thing, that's a little more respectable because Oregon actually looks better than Washington. Yeah. And I will yes. give you that credit. Yes. I still think the head-to-head matters. It does. Absolutely. The difference in this one the and the other why. one is Oregon went up to Seattle and lost and lost arguably with home, because of home field advantage. I think that was mm-hmm. the biggest killer mm-hmm. to Oregon. And, and yeah. well, missing fourth down conversions. Yeah, and a field goal. Yeah. Texas goes to Bryant-Denny Stadium, wins. I don't care if Alabama was struggling or not. That's still That Alabama team still had the same potential. And was finding it, I might say, because they looked uh, they looked pretty good in that game, even with the, you know, only putting up twenty points. 
I wasn't really surprised. I thought that was mm-hmm. a good game for what they were bringing to the table. Mm-hmm. Then we turn around. Texas has won every, every game other than the Oklahoma game. They lost to Oklahoma, mm-hmm. which you could devalue that loss a little bit now, especially because yeah. Oklahoma continues to lose. But to sit here and act like that game didn't happen, they didn't win that game, and they're still not the front runners in the Big 12. If Texas wins the Big 12, I mean, what you're saying for this, the only the only time you're going to get disagreement, because you're not getting it from me with Oregon. I don't really care that mm-hmm. much. I, I think they look like the better team, and I'll yeah. accept the argument. And, I, and like I think Oregon team. would win a potential rematch if they, if they were. But I'm going to leave Vegas. it to that. Yeah. And the only way I'm not leaving it to that is if Washington somehow stumbles and, and somebody else makes the Pac-12 yeah. championship. I don't yes. think that's like I don't think that's even Impossible. mathematically possible right now. So they're going to play head to head again. So I'm going to leave that game that those two alone. Washington's going to stay up above Oregon until Oregon and Washington play again. And when they play again, assuming that's how that falls through, I will then sit back. And we will reevaluate it again after they play. Because if Oregon wins and eliminates and eliminates that loss, one, they're a pack, they're a play college football playoff team. Two, it kind of solved itself, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Neutral field means more than a win at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in my mind, yeah. a road win means more than both of them combined, especially when you go to Bryant Denny Stadium and win. Yeah, and ended at that time the the nation's longest home winning streak. Yes. And and just as that good as is Alabama only, has looked, the only then, true disappointment for me is is the Alabama Texas thing. Yeah. And I'm not I, trying to degrade you or demean you. Yeah. Like, I hope you understand I, that that's not what. Yeah, no, but we do these rankings, rankings for a reason, and they're and they're to but, create this conversation. Yeah. I do not. I, I mean, I would love uh, to hear specifically this. Like, is it just because Texas struggled with K State? Is it because Alabama beat LSU at home? I mean, is it both? What was the thought process behind that and that big of a difference i think that it's the combo of the two well i know it's the combo of the two like i hope you know it's your choice with (laughs) with with texas kind of struggling at home like yes it had a backup quarterback however at the same times at the same time we've seen them at times struggle a little bit since the ou game um then alabama winning um, and quite frankly controlling the entire second half against a very good LSU team like that I think well I know that's that's why I've got them ahead right now it's the combo of the two happening at the same time because like no, like you guys right. I I kind of like yes head to head matters however, with those two happening at the same time, Texas, I, I've got mine pulled up here. So when we when we talk about controlling, what what do we consider okay. controlling? I mean they they took was, over the game. LSU's quarterback goes out, and I'm not trying to give excuses to LSU. Yeah, LSU's quarterback goes out. LSU's defense has been bad all year. Yeah, it was. It was. What, at what point is it controlling? The, it's doing exactly yeah. what they were supposed to do in yeah. this game. I mean, and Alabama they, was the team that was supposed to win this football game. And they it was tied going the into the fourth quarter, Cam. I wouldn't say that's controlling yeah. the entire second half. The game really swung. It was not. It with, was 35-28 entering the fourth. But yeah, okay. I, I uh, thought they got, it was, the, touch, I thought it was they got the touchdown from Milrow, the eleven yard run with and then, a minute, just over a minute yeah. to go. And in then the third. they they force a pick on the 
I think the first play of the fourth. Yeah, it just it was one of those things that they got momentum, stopped LSU's offense, which is the one thing they needed to do because if they could, they they weren't getting stopped in yeah. this game. I don't think. Yeah, it's just like that was the thing for me. It just they looked like the team they were supposed to be all along. Yeah. To be honest, yeah. like they finally have figured out what they needed to do. LSU's played very, very poor defense. I, I would yeah. not be surprised if they're looking for a new defensive coordinator at the end of the season. Um, Dave Aranda might be available. Dave Aranda goes. Unfortunately, back. that is possible because Baylor's been pitiful. I mean, yeah. Iowa State's done more with, with all the everything that happened in the yeah. offseason. They Iowa State's done more than Baylor, and that's that's almost embarrassing. Yeah. Um, but going forward, even with this this conversation, because I, I do want to continue it just a, a slight bit longer, because I want to go back and I want to look at the results since the Oklahoma game in general. Yeah, they they come out after losing to uh, Texas or after losing to Oklahoma. Uh, and struggle their way through Houston. But this is the game where Quinn Ewers goes down. Yes. Yeah. And they struggled pretty much the rest of the way through it. I, I Now, I don't remember at what point he went out of this game, so I'm not going to act like I yeah. fully know, remember or anything. Yeah. Uh, for me, from my point of view, it looks like he might uh, – I want to find late third, early fourth, maybe somewhere in there. That's what I want to find. It was it was third quarter. Um, so they were already kind of struggling, anyways. But I I would. Yeah, Texas just kind of struggled that whole game. Yes, and I would almost accredit that to like a, a kind of a oh fuck, like we already got hit. Like, but they got back up. They won the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They play BYU the next week. I saw a world well, where BYU wins that game. Yeah. I was no. far from right. <laughs> I was on the very I was on the very wrong end. I was in the bottom. I was drowning. Um off of that one. But thirty five nobody expected them to just go out and win thirty five to six. Nobody expected that kind of production. They come out in this game, jump all over K State. Yes, they let K-State back in the game. Yes, this game went to overtime. There were some missed opportunities on both sides, so I'm not going to act like the missed kicks or the not kicking the ball hurt them any more than it hurt Kansas State to miss a field goal with a minute to go in the game and finally get the ball back somehow. You you take two fumbles that really swung the the momentum in Kansas State's favor away in the third quarter, and it's likely Texas dominates that game too. Mm -hmm. Well, what do I, I always say about it? If butts or candy and nuts, we don't. That's not what I say. Well, that's the appropriate way to say it on the show. Well, that's not. What... <laughs> this show is far from appropriate what at if, this point. What if if uh, and I, if an I aunt was going to say we lost. My aunt had balls. She'd be my uncle. Yeah. But hey, guess what? <laughs> she don't. Um, <laughs> I don't care if it's twenty twenty three. You better say it that way. But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> The point being, mm-hmm. yeah, they struggled. They, they've struggled without their starting quarterback to an extent. 
they, they still look good though. They still look like a great team. Everybody expected Texas to yeah. struggle with Kansas State. I don't know where this expectation was. It, like it feels like the expectation swayed as Texas jumped out to a twenty-seven-seven lead. Yeah, that's what it felt like to me. Was as if the expectation swayed to where at halftime of this game they're like, "Oh man, Texas is they're so they damn good. Like draw, this yeah. is this is a playoff team." Or whatever you know, whatever you want to say, this this could be the best team in the country. For you know, that could be and, what the expectation is. They're going to cruise through the second half, and then Kansas State comes back, and all of a sudden, oh, Texas isn't very good, or Texas isn't as good as they were. By, That's not by true the way, at all. by the way, Cam, in that span, in since Texas lost to Oklahoma, here's what Alabama's done: survived thanks to their defense, a tough road game in Kyle Field against Texas A&M by six. Nearly lost a home game against two and six, now three and six, Arkansas, 24-21, getting shut down in the second half offensively. Really, really looked bad in the first half, found a way to come back and, and turn the momentum around against Tennessee, 34-20. Very similar story. They were tied against LSU as opposed to – They were down 20-7 down. at halftime, were they not, in that t- yeah. Tennessee game? Yeah, 20-7. Yeah. They scored 27 yeah. unanswered. Um, so – and then the Alabama game was very close. It was a seven-point game going in the fourth quarter. They ended up winning by 14. You could make the argument that Texas, despite having some close calls. Hasn't looked any worse. The only no, difference exactly. is. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The you know what I just read? I never thought it would happen. What? Cam's got the SEC bias. <laughs> I've become the He's very infected. thing I swore to destroy. Yeah, wow! You were supposed to. You were supposed to. Cam found his SEC bias. You were supposed to destroy the SEC, not join it. <laughs> Everybody's joining a conference nowadays. Oh, even anyway. Cam, man, man, we have no loyalists yeah. on this show. Yeah, hang on. <laughs> even Cal is upset about defection, man. <laughs> BJ's a loyalist. Well, so you're really not watching this game this weekend? What? My game? Yeah. I have no desire to watch it with certain parties. That doesn't mean I'm <laughs> not going to watch uh, it. Probably not, though. I mean, have you seen what's on in, in the night slate this week instead? I'd rather watch that. We can talk about it. Texas does have a huge road game, though, this week. I suppose we can. Horned toad demons. So. They're three and eight against TCU in the Big Twelve era. Even if they win, they will still be well. What they're about? Three, what their three, seasons three. were prior to Steve Sarkeesian jumping in. <laughs> Four and eight. <laughs> you know, Sark is Sark is one and one against TCU. I think so. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm saying if they win. Oh Jesus! They've had plenty of four and eight seasons in their time with uh, Charlie Strong and Tom Herman. So yeah. I, I I just saw the price for those tickets. Tickets as low as one ninety two. Dear God. Yeah. Four people. I'm gonna pay thirty five dollars and go watch Wake Forest get their ass kicked. I don't know who they're playing this week, but I'm gonna go find out. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. It's cold as shit out here. No. As we get got- to the nighttime hours. Actually, it's like sixty four right now. That's not bad. It's nice, warm, Man, thirty-nine degrees. And wait, Force right playing now. NC State anyway on the CW. Yeah, it's a <laughs> two, two Eastern NC State on Saturday, Saturday on the CW. <laughs> what shame! 
Who's that guy? That'd be interesting. I don't think Wake wins, but that'd be an no. interesting game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Colin can go freeze his fucking cherries off. Oh. <laughs> and Columbus goes, fuck that shit. Oh, <laughs> I'm not going to that. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't. You couldn't pay me to go to that game to begin with. But, <laughs> but well, I was going to say the only other one that. that you wouldn't want to go to, no matter what, would be uh, OSU Notre Dame. No, I'd go to that. Okay. I don't hate Notre Dame too much anymore. Yeah, I'm also a fan of uh, Shane Gillis, who's a avid Notre Dame fan. Yeah, yeah. I was to say Funny is, is uh, with with Colin going to OSU MSU? Is he wanting to watch a snuff film or something it feels like that's what's going to be on nbc saturday night yeah that, I, that game's not feeling too too pretty yeah. i'm gonna say like 34 to 3 yeah that would be on that one. depending upon where you get the line that'd be cover yeah how about this one though you see a cover here how about this one um yes i do and it, it really starts with what we saw a few weeks ago with Ohio State and Penn State. Ohio State was able to really kind of match and, and hold steady against the Penn State offense. And I think we're going to see something extremely similar in, in this game um, from from the Michigan defense. We talk about guys. Ohio State's got some dudes at corner. I'm, I'm not even going to act like they don't. Their, their top-level corners are good. Davis and Igbenosin, uh uh, I, it's not Denzel Burke. Oh my God! Why am Denzel I? Ward, right? No, I think it is Denzel Burke. <laughs> I think they're both named Denzel. Uh, they um, are both named Denzel for sure, but I can't. Yeah. Remember. I thought Denzel. Well, it's Burke. Burke. It's 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 He's, Burke who's the uh, yeah the one that's here now. Either way, going now. That, a very good player, and, and they've got some shit. very good guys at safety too. Michigan has dudes as well at these positions, mm-hmm. Mike Sanders still, Will Johnson. I've seen uh, Josh Wallace has been amazing this year as a guy who stepped up big time. A guy I wasn't expecting to step up at, at the corner position, but he's been playing really well. The safeties are extremely good and, and sound. The defensive line matched up well with what Ohio State was able to bring to the table. And the linebackers are not as good because I don't think anybody matches Tommy Eichenberg in college football at the linebacker position. But the linebackers have been solid, too. Michael Barr has been playing a linebacker position, Junior Colson. The Michigan defense matches up extremely well with Penn State's offense, it was even if this is a road game. by the way. No, that's fine. I, I'm just talking about in general. And, yeah, no, you're good. So, And I actually did not – I forgot that he didn't play. But even in that scenario, like, still – in terms of overall Ohio talent State's for both defenses, the two amazing, um, both amazing defenses overall. Mm-hmm. Lambert Smith, sure, best best wide receiver they're going to face or they faced at this point in the season. Absolutely, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean he's going to have a big game. That's the that's the thing that it is for me. Drew Aller has struggled at times when he's faced pressure. We've we've seen this multiple times now. Yeah. And I think we're going to see it again on Saturday. I I don't know about the Michigan offense. I don't know if it continues to put up 30-plus points. I I see a world where it does, but it may not. This could be a lower-scoring game. You know, first team to 20 wins. I would still put my money on Michigan, and I would put my money on Michigan to cover, too. I think they're going to win by at least – 
a touchdown, but I would say probably closer to 10 points, 10 to 14. It just feels like this is a game where it's it's supposed to look and be a very close football game, but it feels like much like last year, Michigan might pull away a little bit late. The biggest thing Penn State's got going for them is it's a home game. It's still a shame they didn't make this the whiteout game. I would be petrified to play this game in whiteout. I'm still petrified of this game because I'm no longer petrified of Maryland. So, like, this is a game that's a trouble spot as a fan. But looking at the game in general, like, I'm not talking to you as a fan when I tell you I think Michigan covers and wins. I'm, I'm telling you, looking at it straightforward as it is, I, I would say probably a cover. You, you could see a pretty, you can see this game probably play out pretty similarly to what the Ohio State Penn State game played out like, on, in yeah. all honesty. I mean, I could see. Two spitting image games that look the exact same. Doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean Michigan and Ohio State are close because I think there's disparities on their on both sides for them and advantages on both sides as well. That game turns out probably doesn't work either, might I add. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Michigan takes control of their destiny in the, in the East. Despite some might thinking it, um, I don't have any cares in the world as to who wins this game or not. I'm not a fan of either team. I'm just hoping that this ends up being a a really good game. I mean, this is what you want is meaningful football games, especially, you know, with next year, a lot of people think, well, games like this aren't going to be elimination games. It's going to be seeding games. And that may be true, but also if this was a playoff kind of matchup next year, I mean, you can't tell me you wouldn't be stoked if this was, a possibility that we could see two matchups in the same year. I mean, everybody's already talking about a Texas OU matchup or rematch in the Big 12 title game, Oregon Washington rematch in the Pac 12 title game. The regular season still matters. And wouldn't it be even more fun to get even more great matchups like this? Looking at it purely from an analytical standpoint. I, I'm agreeing with, with Tyler. I think that Michigan is the better team. I think Michigan wins. I think they cover. They don't have to score 30 points on their on, on offense to win this game. They might even get some help from their defense. I mean, this, this if anybody is going to be in a position to make Drew Aller make mistakes, and he's only thrown one pick this year, you know, he's very good about not turning the ball over, not fumbling it. Ohio State's defense is great. And even they weren't able to make him throw. But I think just the one pick was was Ohio State, if I'm not mistaken. You can uh, make sure I'm, I'm if I'm right on that or not. I, I think so. I thought I so, so, too. I can't remember. The one thing I just realized, and, and it's kind of been a, a blur to me just because of throughout the season. Mm-hmm. JJ McCarthy's only thrown three picks, and I've watched all three of them in person. Yeah, right. <laughs> I didn't realize they were good. I didn't realize he only had three. They had like four. I, I really didn't think he had like one or two outside no, I mean, of that I, earlier I'll, in the season. But he, I mean, he's been taking care of the ball just as well as anybody else. Yeah. Same way Drew Aller has. Like, that's the one thing is I don't think any team's going to win the turnover battle. It may be one and one. Yeah. It might be zero zero, honestly. It could be. It could be. But and it could I was just be say, a field position game all the way. I, yeah. I don't know. That that's yeah. the thing. I have no clue how this game is gonna go because this game always seems to take a turn at some point in the game. Yeah, you thought the twenty twenty one that Michigan was about to, to lose. Well, yeah, that, I mean yeah. a close win, twenty one seventeen. You thought mm-hmm. last year Penn State's up at halftime, sixteen to fourteen, and then yeah. Michigan that, comes out and that gets blown away. Yeah. Yeah. 
And, you know, there was a span where these two teams alternated. The home team won and won big for three years, where I think Michigan won two of them. And Ann Arbor won big, like 42 to 10 and 49 to 10 or something like that. Yeah, 2016 and and 2018. And then Penn State went out in 2017 and just uh, beat the hell out of us, too. And you could even say 2019 was a kind of a a beating. It wasn't as bad as some of the other games that – uh, no, but it was it was a lot closer. Like mm-hmm. that game just played a lot closer than the the others. Yeah, I don't know. I, I see paths to victory for Penn State, but a lot of them require turnovers to be forced. Yes, yeah. Penn that's State's it. not that's... really generated. It hasn't generated a great pass rush. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to say that they're incapable. And I think that this mm-hmm. is arguably the best defensive line. I think this is the best defense that the whole Michigan's faced. This is arguably the best defensive line, too. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I don't think there's one better. They, they, I mean, you, you saw so you saw in that Penn, in that Ohio State Penn State game, there was a chance that Ohio State could have easily pulled away in that second half and made it a lot further apart as as much as they separated themselves from Penn State. And it was Penn State's defense that kept them out of the end zone on that fourth okay. and goal play where they well, were. And really they're really they're phenomenal. The mm-hmm. one thing, the one matchup that I do have concerns about and i'm going to speak to this as a fan because i'm a fan i'm a fan of michigan and i'm not going to act like i'm not yeah the the wide receivers against this penn state secondary that's going to be a huge battle in this yeah. game that's going to be that's going to be a very big determining factor on on michigan's success level and and how much they score remember i mean yeah. remember like i said they could hit 30. It's going to require some work from the wide receivers. I'm not just talking yeah. Roman Wilson. I'm, I'm not just talking Cornelius Johnson. Like, Colson Loveland's going to have to continue to step up the way he's been doing for the last two seasons. A.J. Barner's going to have to do stuff. I know those are two tight ends. But, you know, we're going to we're going to also see guys come out onto the field. Uh, Tyler Morris has really broke out recently and, and for this team. Amongst others, uh, uh, Darius Clemens has played, but hasn't really made the plays that, that Tyler Morris has made. It's going to be fun to watch how this team really shapes up and, and really what they can do. The one thing we've seen from J.J. McCarthy is the ability to work without the need for the play-action pass this season. Mm-hmm. It's It's been a lot on him, and it's been a lot on his pocket presence, mm-hmm. his, his capability to know when he needs to make things happen and when he needs yeah. to improvise and, and, and extend the play. And he's done a great job with it. Can he do that against a defense as capable as Penn State? Yeah. These are all legitimate questions. Yes. And while he didn't do it last year, it was Blake Corm and Donovan Edwards. Well, Mm -hmm. Donovan Edwards has not been the same. Donovan has not been as good as last year's, and Mm -hmm. and I don't think Blake Corm is going to be able to do everything himself either. It's going to rely on JJ a little bit. Yes. JJ, if you if you want to prove that you belong at the top of the Heisman list. This could be the game to do it. Yeah. Again, Bingo. I don't know. There are paths on multiple ways. I think the yeah. biggest path for Penn State is winning the turnover battle and scoring yes. off of those turnovers. Yes. Yeah, That's going to be the biggest they thing have for them in this game. Finish they have off to. Of the yeah. turnover. They, they yeah, have you, to. Like you, you have to get seven. I'm not talking three. Like If you yeah. get two, yeah. turno- two, two turnovers but six points off of it, Michigan I think they still lose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get two turnovers, you get seven points. Or fourteen. That could yeah. be the difference between winning overtime or losing the game. Yeah. That that's that eight point difference. Yeah. Assuming that's that's even eight points. Assuming maybe Michigan gets a stop on one of those and it's three points off turnovers. Yeah. That's gonna matter more than anybody really realized in this game. 
Absolutely. All that a lot of say. different ways, a lot of different things. Just I just want to throw a bunch of perspectives and scenarios out here because it's not yeah, it's not, not as cut and dry, dry as people no. think. No. no. Uh, but all that to say, I think that Michigan ultimately at the end of the day is going to be able to do enough offensively. I think that they are, are going to wear down and, and grind out a win in this game. I think they're going to end up winning and covering in oh, this yeah. game just because I think that their defense is is going to be able to keep Penn State in check. And I'm, I'm really excited because it's not going to be early that they are able to pull away like they have for most of the year. They're going to be you know, neck and neck early in the second half, probably all the way through the end of the third into the, like the fourth quarter before this game is, is truly decided. And and I think that Michigan is ultimately going to be able to do just enough to, to wear down the Nittany Lion defense. And I'm going to take Michigan to win. I'm going to take Michigan to cover, but I, like you said, there is a path for Penn state. There absolutely is. What I'm foreseeing is not that though. Yeah, um, and like both of you guys, I I do have Michigan winning as well. I have Michigan covering just because I think it's a seven to ten point game. Yeah, and I I do like the under to hit in this. I I definitely love that under and most confident of the bets available in my opinion. So you think um, it'd be like a 24-14, 24-17 type of game? Yeah, yeah, easily. Both these teams have elite-level defenses, and I think that's going to be on full display. Um, I think Michigan's receivers, especially in the first half, are going to struggle uh, against this elite secondary for Penn State. But I do think that they're able to finally get – both running back, the entire running back room going for Michigan and get a victory. Okay. Oh, wow. Wasn't ready for that. Tennessee on the road in Columbia. And where we heard this story before. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> Wait, no, that's that's next week, Tyler. That's what you're supposed to do next week. But they're not but, on the road next week. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I was going to say, but and they're also not playing South Carolina next week. No, and they're also beating the shit out of us whenever that happens. Slight. <laughs> so they already did. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Dude, I, it it's back at the end of September. That's how much I've paid attention to <laughs> that problem this year. I mean, I've watched every, at least a little bit of every game, yeah. but that Mississippi State it's been tough. Fun. Yeah, it's been tough. All I'm gonna say, um, when it when it comes to this game, like I'm really looking at this home field advantage. That's what I'm looking for. Fro Field's not an easy place to play. People no. kind of mistake it as such. No, it's not. Like just ask Georgia last year. It's not even about that though. I mean, you just I look know. back through history of, of Missouri football. It's always when they have a team built kind of like this, you know, one decent receiver, a quarterback who's a little underrated, but pretty good. You know, I look back to like the Blaine Gabbert days. Yeah. Brady Jeremy Cook's playing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It, well, now Bob. they got Brady Cook and, and Luke. No. Our Lord and Savior. Now they got Brady Cook and Luther Burden. And 
this just kind of feels like those Missouri teams again. They play really solid defense. All I what's has them playing a good brand of football. I'd be lying. I, I'm taking the upset here. I'm, I'm taking Missouri to win at home. And I, I really think that they kind of expose this Tennessee defense. It's something we haven't seen much this year. Tennessee's played really well defensively. We kind of saw a little bit of the blueprint by Alabama, but Alabama did it in a different way than what Missouri's going to. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, I think Brady Pitt kind of plays, kind of picks them apart, goes down the field. Joe Milton's going to make some mistakes in this game that's going to turn the momentum really in the Missouri's favor. I'm going to say that they win. And I I don't want to say it's going to be a close game. I'm not going to say like a field goal late or something. I think it's going to be closer than the game would indicate. For me, I look at this game and I, I look at the, this. Both these teams have really good defenses. Um, Tennessee has been playing – just really good defense this year compared to last year when they were, you know, getting into all kinds of shootouts with, with Hendon Hooker and, and uh, what's that? There you go. Yeah. This guy didn't even watch his own team. (laughs) The best wide receiver in America. Marvin Harrison. It's in Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. I have no problem saying that. No. I think he likes hearing me say. I think that's why he says that shit so much. He always calls somebody else the best wide receiver in America, and then and then I sit here and turn around and I'm like, no, dude, like stop. We all know exactly where the best yeah. wide receiver in America. I was gonna say, yeah, it's it's not Lambert Smith, it's not Burden, it's not you know, um, um, Ad Mitchell Mario, or the yeah. only guy who's holding a candle right now. Exactly. And I, I will say, Luther Burden's doing a damn good job, and he's he maybe in a year or two, we'll be the best wide receiver in America if only, you know, stays yeah. around. The only guy holding a candle right now sits in, in Tallahassee. Yeah. That's Keon, Keon Coleman. Coleman. Keon Coleman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the only guy right now that I think in the Blitnikoff conversation is going to be on there. That's an interesting list. That's an interesting list, but... Burden. I, I respect it, but... I do disagree. I don't. And the thing for me is there's rumblings that Luther Burden is not going to be playing. I don't think that's true. I think he will end up suiting up and, and playing in this game for Missouri, which is huge. I mean, obviously, like, like if, if you've got some that, that think that Luther Burden is the best receiver in America, best, you know, receiver on Missouri for sure. Uh, they need him, you know, if they're going to have a chance to win this game. I mean, as as much as as Brady Cook is able to do, they will lose part of this dynamic offense if he is not able to go. But I, I think he will play. I think Schrader is going to have a good game. Um, something just to me screams that this is a Tennessee defensive performance that will be talked about in Knoxville for years to come. I don't think that this is just going to be like, you know, a, a complete and total domination. But they're going to do just enough and they're going to make their presence felt. Something just tells me it's it's Tennessee ever so slightly. You know, I'm not thinking more than a touchdown, Someone but even then. You, is it your brain or what? I mean, it, it's, it's my brain, you know, but my brain is a little always, lower. 
no, I will blow the camera. No, <laughs> no, no. I, I am something I am, you're famous for. Yeah. My uh, my blood flow is completely normal tonight. Thank you, boys, for oh. asking. Uh, no, I, I I legitimately do believe that Tennessee is is able to win this game with with a big big time defensive stop. Um, I think that this is going to be a, a close game back and forth down to the wire, and I, I think that the Volunteers end up pulling it out at the very end. I'm not going to be a bit surprised either way. I do think that Missouri wins that game if, if Burden was able to go in the second half last week against Georgia. They had momentum. They were able to, you know, uh, they were, were very competitive and, and hanging right tough through the very end, um, and they, they did lose something offensively when he went down. So – well, all that being said, I'm going to take Tennessee by – I'm going to say field goal, three to four points, I think, is, is the end margin just based on whether it's a touchdown and, and to, uh, Missouri's got to go down the field and score a touchdown or if it's, you know, they get a touchdown and Missouri's got to go down and try to kick a field goal to tie the game. But either way, I, I think Tennessee wins ever so slightly. Damn, if you Do would. I go – do I go with Rocky Top or do I go with Rocky Flop? Hmm. Um, I'm going to go with Missouri, though, in this game. So Rocky Flop. Um, yeah, I like, wonder, Sam, did you think you'd be the only one? I actually kind of did. Yeah. I didn't but expect I'm to a, be the only one. I, I'm, yeah, I, I'm. Mm-hmm. I really like this Missouri team, though. They're very scrappy they play good defensive football they play they establish the line of scrimmage so, really well they control the clock i i love this missouri team. there's a question i do have here and and it really regards this this stat here at the bottom that the bj so graciously comes up with every day every time yeah and i'm not saying that in sarcasm i i really no. do think that it's, it's it's a cool thing you do i try so what what number what, what's Missouri's magic number in this game? I mean, we're talking forty two in their wins, right? Mm-hmm. So what's their magic number in a win? Is it twenty eight? I mean, because ultimately you would think probably scoring above twenty isn't just going to do it with Tennessee. Yeah. They've got a good offense. Yeah, I, I think it's got to be thirty eight. I, I think it's I mean be because 31. both these teams have played good defensively. Yeah, I think I think if they can get to thirty one to thirty five in that range, Missouri can win. If they're held below that, then I think Tennessee comes out on top. I was just curious. I mean, yeah. I, I yeah, would yeah. love to, but I mean, I I think it's probably sits in that twenty eight to thirty range. You know, mm-hmm. it, you, you cross that thirty marker, the way I your think, defense is played at home, mm-hmm. I, yeah. and I, the way it's that not the, a slouch to beat to. Def, I mean, no, just because no. I've talked about Tennessee getting exposed defensively, it doesn't mean I think they're a bad defense. No, no, it no, just means I think Missouri's a good enough team improved. to be able to take advantage of the matchups and what they have. Absolutely. Now, if they yeah. don't have Luther Burden, it, that's going to be a different question. And, and yes. that doesn't mean he doesn't start. Yeah. But if he can't or get through play. the entirety of the game, much like yeah. last mm-hmm. week, which it did it did hinder Missouri last week. Yes. That really stopped them from – I think it stopped them from getting down the field at any point. You know, once the game kind once of flipped into down. Georgia's hands, it, it yeah. looked like that was the, really the big hindrance. I would, I would like to see this. I, I really would. I think this is going to be a fun game. I'm excited. Um, yeah. But let's not forget. Th- this um, one, I mean, this, there's a path to 
Uh, there's a path to Atlanta if uh, the winner of this game wins out and Georgia loses this week and loses next week, if I'm not mistaken. And Tennessee controls their own destiny still. Mm-hmm. That is true. That is true. Well, to an extent. Tennessee doesn't really control anything. Um, Georgia does. Georgia has full control of this, and I think they're going to clinch it here in this game. Uh, I, I think Georgia's going to win at home. Ole Miss has been a good team, but they've seemed to crumble. It, it, and it it's a Lane Kiffin specialty to crumble in the big game. It, it really is. And it's unfortunate to see because they, you know, at some point you would like to see this Ole Miss team be a playoff contender because I absolutely love the team they have. I, I think Jackson Dart has been, honestly, he's been so improved. It's, it's almost unreal like the amount of improvement that we've really seen from he's almost a new quarterback quinshawn Jenkins came out and has been just as good as he was last year the numbers don't suggest it but he's been just yeah. as good the numbers only don't suggest it by the way because jackson darts playing so much better yeah and then you get and then you get i, I think it's trey harris i could be wrong yeah but, it's trey harris um trey harris trey harris, trey harris uh, they, they got the franklin too who hasn't him. been as Im- impactful to the team but he's made yeah. some really good plays down the stretch as well. And it just – but, again, we watched it against Alabama. They led at halftime. They didn't score in the second half. They lose 24-10. to 10. They may lead this game at halftime. A lot of teams have this season against Georgia. South Carolina led at halftime. Like, don't mm-hmm. don't be fooled. Yeah. I still think Georgia's eventually going to come out on top. I think this is a team that's just entirely too good for that to happen. Uh, and to lose this game, and I I think Georgia covers. I really do. I think they may. And look, when I say they cover, I don't mean they control the full game. I don't mean they're out front the entire way through. What I mean by them covering, like I said, they may be down at halftime. They come back, they win like a twenty-one ten ball game. Do enough to get out of it there with the win mm-hmm. on the Knoxville, on the Tennessee. Yeah, and if they That's do win, probably the intention. If they do win, it we clinch the uh, not just the East for for themselves, but they're locked in with Alabama as the the representative because Alabama all they need all they need is it, an Ole Miss loss. Yeah, well, I mean, even even then they've got well, Alabama needs to win out anyways. Like if if an Ole Miss loss or an Alabama win this week. I think it's out. an Alabama was, win. Yeah, I think closes it much. out. Yeah, well, actually, because, they, because they, Alabama just needs to win. And then they're they are the SEC they have the, the head, yeah, West or champions. SEC, yeah, and that might be earlier in the day. Um, at any rate, yeah, I was gonna say the only only hope is for, for Ole Miss. They need uh, Kentucky and Auburn, and then they Don't need forget to win though, out. Ole Miss still could sneak their way into the playoff conversation, even with two losses. I'm not talking about two losses. I'm talking about if they win this game. They, still, they, they, sneak this in, game. they are they are like quietly in this conversation because yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you look at Ole Miss. You know they lost to Alabama. Mm-hmm. When I hear Ole Miss, at least this season, like it, it's felt like they've just been quietly a, an eight and one team. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not saying I I didn't know they were eight and one, but what I'm saying yeah. is it feels like they had another loss somewhere. But they really haven't. They, they came, they, they they came back and won that LSU game. That's yep. I think that's yeah, the big that's a, you were talking probably. about. You were talking about big games and and how Lane Kiffin always seems to find a way to lose them. And then I think that's the biggest win that he may have had since he got to Oxford. Uh, I think that's about Maybe. it. Because you're you're absolutely right. It is more often than not 
in these kind of situations when it feels like, okay, Ole Miss, they've got a shot. It's not the Hugh Freeze Ole Miss squad anymore. This is this is the lane train, and the lane train always seems to – You guys can't see it. Find the uh, – He's the back there watching hockey. She... <laughs> oh, dog of the people. He is? Yeah, let me see. I don't think you can see him, but he's like right here. Oh my gosh. Let's go. Oh, well, he was. Now he's back uh, moving. Yeah. He, he knows was... the truth. Hockey is <laughs> great. He was. He was he was sitting there. He's yeah. just yeah. <laughs> go back and watch TV, Bo. You watching hockey? Huh? Go back and watch TV, Bo. You had a long day. You deserve to watch some TV. Dude, it's so cool. I I <laughs> he's Anyway, like father, like son, right? There you go. Yeah, it's uh, funny. Like you'll, you'll see Callie every once in a while when I'm watching football. She'll be sitting there. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Last night, dude, I had a. I don't even know what I was watching. I just put like some random YouTube video on before I went to bed. I normally do when I go to bed, just have some like ambient noise because I don't like just peace and quiet. Um, hmm. I normally do, but <laughs> not not at night. Like it's weird. Um, but I looked over and she's just right at the TV. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Guess you enjoy what's on. <laughs> Squirrels. <laughs> all that, all that to say, uh, Lane in, in big games is not somebody that I put enough faith in to to win this. I think Georgia goes to Atlanta. They'll take on Alabama. Whether Alabama had somehow lost to Kentucky earlier in the day or won, uh, I got Georgia winning. I think Georgia covers as well. Uh, and and I'm I'm not saying that because I don't have faith that Ole Miss can be competitive in this game. I that you know I've, I've talked. I really about think it. they stick around. I do I mean, too. At least for I a do while, too. Every, oh, this is like yeah. this is arguably the worst place for this game. Yeah. Because there's a team you look at and you're like, ah, okay, like we're definitely better. You know, it's a night game. Like we're definitely yeah. better. Tennessee's next week. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a big time game. That's a that's a rivalry. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. This, <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah. just a weird this spot. And everybody, Fellas. everybody's thinking yeah. that the streak is going to come to an end, or they can't keep getting away with this. But I argue they can. I, I just, I, I, we've had glimpses of it. We've seen it against Kentucky. We saw it against Florida. Those were teams yeah. that were supposed to be overmatched. And yet people were giving them the benefit of the doubt or, you know, thinking that this was going to be, you know, Georgia was primed for an upset. We, we saw them pull away, even though it was competitive and close against Missouri, they were, you know, hanging around and, and ultimately took control in the second half. You can say that because burden went out, but I think they probably would have found enough to win it. Even if it was close at the end of the day, burden or not for, for, for Missouri. So I'm, I'm going to take Georgia. I think they end up winning by two touchdowns, but it doesn't feel like they end up winning by two touchdowns. Um, that's what so I'm saying. I, like that's kind of where I'm yeah. at. I just I yeah. feel like this is going to be one of those games where it's like they, they, they win, they, they, they got out of there, but, point yeah. but damn, like but what a what like, a game! On to next week, on to Tennessee. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. yeah, I know, and I I agree with both of you guys. Like Lane Kiffin has a history of kind of letting letting his teams down in these yeah. big type of games and I do think that it continues Georgia by about 10 points to two touchdowns like n- no more than that though so 
Ole Miss definitely hangs around in there. All right. That's it. That's it. Yep. Crazy. All right. Well, now it's time for take five since that's the only segment that, that we haven't done individually. Locks yeah. and upsets. Well, that's not individual. Well, we do have that too. We do yeah. have that yeah. too. Yes. Um. All right. Let's see here. What can I find that sounds like a good idea? You know, that's my favorite line to use at a bar. <laughs> um. Let's see. Another grasping for straws here. Uh, Lock in Texas minus 10. <laughs> oh, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm going to see what I like first. Texas 70 to 3. Lock it. I don't know how this is. <laughs> Look. It, anytime anyone picks against TCU, oh. though, on this show, it comes back to bite them in the ass. Do not do that. I'm already going to. What the hell would you know mind. about it, huh? <laughs> um, I'm going to take West Virginia plus 13. That's going to be the first one. I, I think they could win outright, honestly. Um, but I, I definitely really like West Virginia in this game. Here's Do you need me to write these down, or you got it? I got it. Okay. Uh, Oklahoma's really kind of in a skid right now. I mean, this is this is kind of your make or break situation this weekend at home. You get a you get a big opportunity against a West Virginia team who's really playing some damn good football. Shockingly, with Neil Brown, they are bowl eligible <laughs> this season. Hey, they, Garrett Green's played really well. C.J. Donaldson's been unbelievable. The defense is playing phenomenal football. West Virginia yeah. might be back. I don't know for sure, but they win this week. I'll lock, throw lock, that Neil, out there. lock Neil Brown in for another extension, if you know what I'm saying. So, uh, well, hang on. what I'm hearing <laughs> but... is what I'm hearing is West Virginia needs to keep Neil Brown on one-year contracts. What I'm hearing is Tyler's trust in the climb is what I'm hearing. Well, I mean, I will trust it for plus thirteen. That's for sure. <laughs> I mean, Oklahoma hasn't been able to put anyone away. You wore the Texas. wrong shirt today, buddy. What do you mean? She, she wore it last night. You should have worn it tonight. That's yeah. true. That's true. But <laughs> hey, I got to support my buddy who's no longer running his, his own car this coming season. Oh, so nice. that'll be interesting. That was what I was looking at last night, by the way, when I was on Twitter. I was uh, I come across Daddy put out the statement um, saying he's not going to continue running his own car, but he's willing to uh, look into anybody else. I don't think any sprint car teams are watching yeah. this podcast, but if you are, uh, Zach Hampton's a good guy. Zach to call, Hampton. That's for sure. Yeah. He had himself uh, a solid year this past year. Anyways. He did have a good year. Like, for what the situation yeah. was, and, and people don't understand, and I, it's fine. This is this is our show. We can do whatever the fuck we want. I, I'm, I'm done trying to hold it just to college football. Um, this guy, yeah, on his own, no crew chief, volunteer friends showing up to the racetrack mm -hmm. with him all season long prior to one guy who did show up and then became his kind of full-time crew chief. Zach's 25. This other guy was 23. 
and they came out and they put on some shows. I mean, they did. They played. They they raced extremely well throughout the season. Had some pretty high, some pretty high highs given the situation. Okay. Had some lows. Had had some downs too. I trust me. He took a ride. I think at Jacksonville uh, Speedway earlier this year, and it was it, it was a big wreck. Yeah. And um. But. At the end of the day, I'm extremely proud of him. I think he's a hell of a guy. He's a fun dude to talk to outside of the racetrack, at the racetrack, either way. Fun dude. Yeah. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing what the future holds for him. I really am. I know. Extremely sure. excited. We'll, we'll be fun to see in this chaotic year for spring car seats oh, anyways. Yeah. So Absolutely. Man. Do I have to give another another cover so quick? How are the Owls a 14-and-a-half-point dog at UTSA? I just don't see that happening. I, I don't know. I mean, is JT Daniels not playing? Weeks in a row. Uh, he may be. He may not be playing. Let me – because I know he got hurt against – uh, he got hurt against uh, SMU, but so did Preston Stone. Yes. Um See if I can find something for you. Nothing yet. Hold on. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't found anything saying that he's out for the game or not, but doesn't mean that he's playing. Hmm. Well, Jeff Trailer said that he'll play, <laughs> but Jeff Trailer's a UTSA coach. Yeah. <laughs> so what the fuck do you know, man? <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave Rice off the board for now. I, 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 I'll come back to it next it, on Sunday. If he plays and they cover, I'm gonna be real pissed. <laughs> but like, I'm okay with giving that up. Yeah, given the situation. Um, I, I'm gonna take Oregon minus 15. That's a no-brainer to me. I, I don't think there's even a reason not to. Not with point. the roles they've been on. No. I just like it's one thing because you know USC's offense is good. It's another thing because they haven't played a defense quite as good as Oregon. Uh, well, they have. I mean, I guess Utah has been good, but I I really have a feeling that this is going to be a, a big time game for the Oregon defense and their offense. I think Oregon covers pretty easily. I'm gonna, I'm going to take them at 15 uh, tonight. Well. At, not tonight, but later on in the uh, week. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna. I, I gotta go with Tobacco Road here. I, I, I gotta take Duke. Plus
plus 14 and a half. I think that's entirely too much against North Carolina. So that's a big one there. Yeah, I have to take that. That's just, that'd be dumb not to. Um, I'm also going to get Kansas while I can uh, at minus three and a half over Texas Tech. And then man, I would have liked to have gotten that bowling green spread going into this tonight, but we started late, so I can't do that. They are the, cover. It's twenty eight six and that cover was ten and a half. So or the Toledo. Toledo spread. I don't give a rat's ass about Toledo. I <laughs> I wanted the bowling green spread. Well, that's true. Um Oh, I don't know how I ever look at Alabama minus 11 against Kentucky. I don't care if they're on the road at home. Uh, I, I think they're going to cover and do it pretty convincingly against Kentucky. So to go back over that, I have West Virginia plus 13 against Oklahoma. Oregon minus 15 against USC. Duke plus 14 and a half against North Carolina. Kansas minus three and a half against Texas Tech. And Alabama minus 11 against Kentucky. I like that. I like that. And don't forget Rice plus 14, but I'm not putting that in there. That's just if JT Daniels plays, that's a hit for sure. Rice has played really well. They've covered pretty much every game so far, and they've played extremely well in those games, especially when they've been a big-time dog. So Michael Bloomberg gets them up for these games. Um, If you want to interesting little money line game to hit. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. It'll come out on Saturday on certain platforms. Yeah. I know maybe what you're talking about. Maybe a little sprinkle on Holy Cross against Army. It'd be the second time you put money on Holy Cross this year, isn't it? Boston yeah, College. fuck you, by the way. That that was painful. That sucked. Dude, they, they should have won that game. They got hosed. I don't care what happened. The weather, right? Yeah. Fuck them refs. Yeah. Anyways, let's go ahead and get to the uh, locks and upsets if we can. I got it pulled up already. So, just okay. for an update on the season standing so far, I, I am leading again this year with 12. <laughs> I said that in a, a way that I probably didn't mean to, but it sounded more complicated. No, you, you than I really am about it. Um, but I'm leading with 12. Cam is sitting in second place with eight, and BJ sits in third with seven. And based off of last week's results, BJ, you get to go first because you were the only one to not score a point last week. There'll be BJ, Cam, and then me, by the way. I'm going to take my upset pick uh, first here, okay? I I don't know why you need to, but that's okay. Something just in my mind of minds screams Georgia Tech plus 14. No, that's a good one, though. (laughs) Georgia Tech plus fourteen at Clemson. I know I'm maybe on the South Dakota School of Mines, but to each their own. Even better reference. Is it fourteen? 
Yeah, I've got plus 14 on my uh, sheet right here. I got that too. Um, something, I mean, just everything seemingly coming up Clemson's way after the game against Notre Dame last week. Prime spot for a letdown. North Georgia Tech might have finally, finally put things together, been consistent enough to win two in a row. Might not make it three. And I'm trying to decide what I would like my lock of the week to be. Hmm. Right. Let's see here. I think, let's see, no, I don't, I like that, but I don't like the time change, and it's always tough to to do that, otherwise I would go that route. Hmm. You know what, give me JMU minus 24 and a hook against UConn. That's my lock of the week. All right. Let's go 2-0 this week, boys. Come on. Big week here. Right, Dan, what do you got? Um, So for my lock, I'm going to go with Memphis covers the 8.5 points that they're favored by against Charlotte. Then for my upset, I have New Mexico State pulls off the upset against Western Kentucky. They're four and a half point dogs, and I I like this NMSU team. They've play, been playing really well of late. So Western Kentucky's kind of down this year as well. All right. Oh. I was gonna go simple. Kansas minus three and a half. That's my lock for sure. Okay. And then for my upset, I can go a handful of directions here. Yeah, I know. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> I, I was right there with you. So I was like, I got to get my upset pick first because I was really struggling with Locke. The thing is, like, what do I really want to go for here? And nothing looks good enough to go for. You know, that's not like a minus one or a minus 
you know, plus one or plus two. Yeah. And I try to stay away from those as best as I can. Like, really, three is probably as low as I try to go. I know every That's, once in a while. Could be, could be easy money, though. I mean, you put... Yeah, but I, I don't. I just don't like to do that. I, I, I would yeah. like to implement like a, a limit, you know, like a lowest you can go, and I would say that's three probably going yeah. into next year. But mm-hmm. um, that's well, we could all be doing like three of these each, or we each do a take five. Oh, we could have we could have a different strategy next year too. But we'll yeah, we'll get to that when we can next year. Yeah. Um. I mean, I feel like I kind of just have to go for it. Go for it. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, it feels like the right idea. I'm, I'm just, I guess we're trusting the climb. We're going to go West Virginia minus 13 and a half or plus 13 and a half against Oklahoma. Add RJ. Cam, I'll let you be the one to tag him. Yeah. Let me pull that up. Yeah, no, I don't have to. Want to go once more through these with feeling, Tyler, before we sign off? Yep. So I'm going to take, I got Kansas minus three and a half and West Virginia plus 13 and a half. Those are my lock and upsets. Both big 12. Uh, yes. That's not really helped me before, but we'll see. Uh, JMU minus 24 and a half against UConn and Georgia Tech plus 14 over Clemson is. BJ's take. And then Cam is getting Memphis minus eight and a half against Charlotte and New Mexico State plus four and a half over Western Kentucky. And that game's tomorrow. So we'll be seeing that pretty pretty early, whether or not that's going to hit or not. A reminder, we're here Saturday night. Every Saturday night, at least we try to be here every Saturday night. Somewhere between 9.30 and 10 o'clock Eastern time, that's when we plan to start. And we just sit back and we watch basically the second half of every game that's going on uh, in the uh, in that nightcap. And then we uh, sign off and go about the rest of our day. Return Sunday for the live show that you'll find on Spotify and wherever else you get your podcast, Apple Podcasts, basically in Spotify, or the two that I know of. Mm-hmm. And um, podcast, maybe. Oh, yeah. You can also find us on YouTube for all of our shows and all of our live action. Again, Sunday, Wednesday, 6 p.m. We're going back to 6 p.m. starting this coming week. Uh, It'll be 6 p.m. both Sunday and Wednesday, along with the live shows on Tuesday for the college football playoff rankings. Those are quicker, usually about 30 to 45 minutes. And the uh, watch parties on Saturdays usually end up being about two hours or so, an hour and a half. Give or take. With that said, we will uh, return Sunday for for an actual show, Saturday for the watch party. Show up to both of them. Why don't you? Anyways, we'll see you then.